0: Hello and welcome back to the show, your light is fearless listeners. If you are new here, my name is Amber. I am your host. I do have a cold, so I don't know if my voice sounds a little bit different. So if I cough, um, just forgive me, but I was very excited this week to share with you a series of events. And so without further, further ado, days in bed with this kind of nasty cold that I came down with, I thought, you know what, it doesn't have to be perfect. It really is so much more about sharing and expressing and when are things ever perfect? I'm going to continue to say this to you and I know I've said it before, but so much of the time with myself, I break through like this barrier, (coughs) excuse me, around my own self-imposed limits that, and I know we all do this, but there's these little things that we think our life has to be like in order to do something. And so much of the time, it's just doesn't fit in that that box, that parameter. And then what happens is we don't do the thing that we want to do. So for me, a lot of the times, I'm like, oh, well, my kids are home. They're going to walk in any moment or, you know, um, I don't have as much energy now. I should have done it earlier, so I'm not going to do it. But I think that those are just excuses. And so I'm becoming more mindful of breaking those habits, breaking those self-imposed limits that I'm placing on myself that are really coming from perfectionism and so yes I have a cold I might cough and all that good stuff but I'm here and I'm excited to share with you the first series of events the first story which is a powerful story of my grandmother in spirit coming to me to warn me of a preeminent death in my family and this is a story about the power of spirit it is also a story that I'm sharing with you because I think that so much of the time we doubt and question the messages that we receive, even the spirit communication that we receive, and we don't always get validation to show us that we really are communicating with spirit. And this was a big lesson for me to trust my spirit communication because I have always been very confident with reading the Akashic Records. It's something that I know is my soul's destiny to read the records. And it's interesting, when I compare myself as a spirit communicator versus an Akashic Record reader, one of the main differences in my journey is confidence. I have a tremendous amount of confidence in reading the Akashic Records. And I hope this doesn't annoy you, but it just seems to come easy to me. Okay, but in the divinity of, in, how do I say this? The divine plan that we all have, there is a reason for everything. And I know that if spirit communication came so easily to me, I would have stayed strictly on that path and I know that one of the main reasons why I'm focusing more on Akashic Record reading is because it comes more easily to me and I know that that is part of my divine plan because it is encouraging me to focus in that area and I believe that that area being a soul reader reading the records is my my life's path. It is part of my destiny. And so I really find it fascinating that when I look at the big scheme of things that I can communicate with spirit and I always have my whole life and I will always do this until the day I die. And it is something that I do practice. I do mediumship readings. Sometimes I don't have it as an offering, Um, but I do mediumship and I do it on the side for people and I communicate with spirit all the time. So I wanted to say what I just said about how sometimes we have these unique abilities and they are planted within us because they are supposed to help us live our purpose. And at the same time, I'm learning to trust my spirit communication. And so the story that I will be sharing with you today is, I hope, a story that will allow you to trust the messages that you receive because spirit does not come to us for a good time. They It takes a lot of energy. I believe it takes a certain amount of, um, well, you know, this is my own human projection, but it's either that it takes us so much energy to raise our vibration to meet them and it's not that hard for them, but I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that spirit very much lets us live our human life and they don't come through guiding us all the time because they know it's our soul's highest Potential to learn and to experience free will and to have to make our own choices and to go through the hardships because that's how we learn. And so it's this dance between spirit coming to us and giving us little signs and messages and helping us. And yes, they do look out for us, but I don't believe that spirit allows us to use. our relationship with them as a like a crutch, right? And so when they come, we got to listen. And so what happened was my ears are popping. Oh, okay, so spirit is near. All right, so, well, my aunt is here in spirit. And one of the ways that I know spirit is near me is my head will do a little spin and then usually I'll get... A frequency of ringing in my ear, and then I'll feel the energetic presence of them with a knowing of who it is. I do work a lot with my uh, clear hearing, my auditory senses, but I believe that we work always with all of our psychic senses. Um, And so, yes, my aunt is making her presence very close. And so, I hope that this is not um, this might be kind of like the ball dropping in the story, however. Here it goes. About a couple weeks ago, I was getting into bed and my grandmother in spirit came to me. Okay, so let me explain how how does spirit come? I think it's important that we really explain this because um, it's a teaching lesson or it's a teaching moment. So my grandmother in spirit who came to me is my mom's mom. And the way that she came to me, I wasn't asleep whatsoever. I was just getting into bed completely awake. And she made her presence known in a force of nature. Now, this was also her personality. She had a stronger personality and she was also very much, um, how do I say, saying things like it is, you know, like her energy was not necessarily gentle. Her energy was that she was a force of nature. And so she came in with the exact vibration of her personality. And so that is important for you to know. And when she came in, it was like very clear and very strong. And she telepathically communicated in my auditory senses in my ear and just kept repeating my aunt's name Janice 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 something is wrong Janice Janice she's sick help 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 now spirit first of all does not speak in eloquent sentence sentences now if you have that experience that is great but the way that it works for me is very much like a, a puzzle and with drops of information. And so usually we have to, as mediums, interpret the message. And sometimes people say, no, you're not supposed to interpret the message. And, and that is true because we don't want to put words in the mouth of spirit. But at the same time, we also have to put the pieces of the puzzle together. They do not have a voice box and they are communicating in subtle energy. And so in order to communicate what they are saying, it is an art, and some will make the interpretation in the correct way, and others find it harder to. I find it, um, sometimes I find it hard to understand what they're saying, and sometimes if I'm with a sitter, if I simply give them what I'm getting, they they can do the work and they can put the information together. But in this instance, the message was for me, but it was also to relay to my mother. So this was my mom's mother, my grandmother in spirit coming to me and she was speaking about my aunt, which is my mom's sister and my grandmother's daughter, of course. So she... She came in with her energetic presence. I did not see her. I don't see spirit usually with my naked eye. I will feel their presence and I will see them usually in my mind's eye. But it is much more of a knowing, a clear knowing and a feeling. And uh, again, like I said, I, I do hear a lot of messages, but it's in a telepathic thought transfer there is many times I hear, um, how do I say this, in outside of my inner ear, I, I also have that experience. But something that I think a lot of you will relate to is even though it was a telepathic thought transfer in what she said, it was very loud. So I don't know if you've had that experience where you will be receiving a download of information through this telepathic thought transfer but sometimes it will just come through in the energetic frequency that it is communicated in so it can come through quiet or subtle and other times it's going to come through loud and so it's this feeling you get so there was a feeling of importance and it was very loud and it was very um I have to say there was a big sense of urgency and so what happened was she was not talking in full sentences. Most of the time, spirit does not, but they always give you other information. It is also, again, this is my experience, that they don't just come through with one of your psychic senses. They come through with, with several right? And so it was the words she said, and it was also the knowing that something is wrong. And it was a feeling in this pit of my stomach. And then it was imagery. And it was it was her telling me that, that something was wrong. Okay. And then she started to talk about um, my cousins, my aunt's children. And I'm not going to say certain things that are, that I would I know that this is something I can't say the full picture because um, for the privacy of my family, but there was some certain similar dynamics that my aunt had with her children, that they both experienced these same dynamics. And my grandmother was talking about that. And what ended up happening was I started to then question, is is that why she's in trouble? Because of what those similar dynamics are are. And she didn't give me a clear answer. And she said, help, help. And so I said, oh, are we supposed to help them? Because it was, I knew the message was not just for me, but it was for me to tell my mother and for my mother to, to know all of this. And what she said after that, because what I said to her, so it was this back and forth conversation, as I said, you know, we've tried to help and we can't. And she said, send love, send love, send love. And so I went to bed and I told my mom the next morning everything. And I basically interpreted the message for my grandmother in spirit. And my mom took that interpretation. And we both thought that it meant the same thing but what it meant was something much bigger. Basically, my grandmother came to me to warn me of my aunt's passing and to tell me of the preeminence of it. And I, at the same time, don't believe that knowing now, looking back at the state I know my aunt was in in that time that we could have necessarily prevented it. But what I know now is that my aunt was in the hospital when my grandmother came to me in spirit. I also have to explain that my mom and my aunt have been estranged for many years, and me as well. We we haven't been able to have a close relationship because of some of the things that the life choices that she has made. And so I know my aunt was in the hospital, and I know that she was in a coma. She might have been before the coma that she was in where she was having a a surgery. Um, And so I don't know if, if I could have helped my aunt not pass. I don't know that I get the feeling that my grandmother knew that she was passing and that she wanted me to know she wanted the family members to know. And she knew that I was an open channel and I think that when I asked her if there's anything that we could do, and she said, send love, I think that the message really was about, you know, be there for her right now. Um, just as I know my grandmother was going to greet her in spirit when she crossed over. And so this the chain of events happened like, this where I received this message one night. The next morning I tell my mother. My mother takes it in with whatever way she takes it in. We both kind of reminisce about how, you know, we don't feel like we can help certain family members because we can't, you know, make them do things that they don't want to do. And I go to the Sacred Spirit Retreat and I come home and my mom's just acting funny and she's like, oh, what, you know, can you stop by? And, oh, um, can you, when are you going to come over? And, you know, I'm like, oh, God, mom, I don't know. Like, I'm just, you know, I came home with a cold and I was just like, I don't think I'm going to be able to come by now. I'm not feeling great. I'm running my kids around town. I said, "What's going on though?" And at first, she just said, "We'll just just come by and we'll talk." And I told my wife, "There is something wrong. My mom wants to tell me something. I know something's wrong." So finally, um she just <laughs> we just talked on the phone and she's like, "I can't seem to get you and I have to tell you something." And she told me, "Your your aunt passed a couple of days ago." And she said, "I can't believe it." she said, you know, grandmother, grandma came to you and, and she basically was telling you that this happened. And as soon as my mom told me this, my aunt, I was driving and the, you know, LA traffic that day I was in traffic for four hours. Um, my aunt came and sat next to me in the car in the spirit and she, my, my mom was talking to me and I said, look, you know, she's here. And she came through with a, a smile and she said that that was her personality in this lifetime. And she she shared this um, kind of like this dynamic with her children. And it was this very clear divide that she showed me on a soul level where it was like half the family would experience those life choices and the other half wouldn't. But that, that was also pre- That was chosen, and that the people who did not experience that are learning so much from going through certain things with the people who are making those life choices. And she was smiling, and she had the personality of when I knew her very young, and she was reminding me of. This trip that we went on, she came through with one of her first boyfriends and his name, which I wouldn't have known. She started to talk about family members that she met on the other side. And she said that her growth was not to... It was planned. It was... I don't know if it was planned, but she said that basically she didn't necessarily experience the soul growth in her lifetime, but that she was experiencing a lot of soul growth reflecting in spirit form. And I thought that was very interesting. And she kept coming to me. um, Like, it's been a week now, and she's been coming to me. And she's been, when I'm around my mom, she'll tell me these memories that they have. And then she she will say these things to me to tell my mom like you know it's time that you start to ask yourself what you've learned from having a very ch- hard childhood with me and it it's like now my aunt has become you know in her spirit form more wise and it's a very interesting experience and it's just it's been something where I it's a powerful lesson where now I know I, I have to trust spirit. And if they come and they say help, it, it's not just to be taken lightly. And that's been a big lesson because I think that I really didn't realize, obviously, that this Okay, I accidentally unplugged the mic <laughs> just now. Okay, so yeah, so the lesson here is for me, you know, is to to trust spirit, to trust myself and to to really understand that spirit is powerful and that when they come to us, um, it is really, something for us to to listen to. And it's not that I wasn't listening, but it's just been a very interesting um, experience, to be honest. And I wonder if you have experienced something like this where Spirit has come to you to tell you of one of your family members' passings, I have gotten several premonitions before and my grandmother, my other grandmother in spirit came to me while she was passing in a dream, but she came to me, you know, I say a dream, but many times spirit is able to visit us in dreams. And so it was real. And when that that happened, she had been going through dementia, Alzheimer's, you can say, And so for many years in physical form, she didn't really get to see what was going on with me or my children. And so when she came to me at that time, I found out the next day that she had passed, but I had already known because she came to me. And when she came, we all held hands at a soul level, me and her and my two children. And we danced in a circle and she kept saying, look at how beautiful your children are. And she also brought through another spirit and said, I'm with glory now. I'm with glory. And I didn't know who that was. And she said, build a playground for August. So a lot of times when there is this eminent mm, occasion, let's say, of someone passing or someone being born or, you know, a lot of times spirit will they will come to us um, later on, just to kind of finish the story, to explain to you something also very powerful about that time, what I found out later, well, first of all, was that, yes, she passed the next morning. I was in Europe at the time, and I remember my mom calling me and telling me, and I, I was like, well, I already knew. And um, I had found out that my uncle, her son, who had passed before her, he had a daughter, and... Um, we were also estranged from him, also due to um, addiction. And um, you could see now this pattern in our family. I mean, I know many f- families experience addiction, but for, for my family, for some reason, there's been this very clear divide between like you're gonna ex- I-, I know on a soul level like there is there was, it was almost a-, a choice. Now this might be controversial, but this is what my aunt told me. And, um, and so anyways, I had found out from my family that Glory was the someone who my uncle had a relationship with who passed and that she left behind a son named August. And I was kept, I kept being told by my grandmother, build a playground for August And so I did this kind of wild goose chase and I found um, her Facebook page. Now she had passed, I believe from cancer. And so she was with my grandmother in spirit and my grandmother told me that. And when I went to find who I was looking who she was, I had never met her, never knew her name. It was her son, August, who was still alive on a playground. And I thought, well, isn't that wild synchronicity, just this validation. And I believe it was a metaphor, like build a playground for August for me, the way that I took it was like, send him love, give him, give him everything that a child should have, like build, you know, a bridge between the estrangement type of thing. And so, yeah, so these are, this is the first story that I wanted to share with you. Um, My, my aunt in spirit, I, I was just kind of seeing if she was going to come through to say anything, even though I feel her presence here. One thing I will say is she talks exactly the same as she did while she was alive. She uses these words like, you know, you'll get a kick out of it. And it's like her personality coming through and, I, I don't believe that on a soul level we stay with our earthly personality because I believe our, our soul is this multidimensional being experiencing existence on other planets and other dimensions. But I believe that your past loved ones will come through with their exact personality to, to prove to you, to show you who they are. And so she's coming through with these words and phrases exactly how she used to speak, which I just find this very interesting. Um, and so I would love to hear if you have had any experiences with this. And i I, just fascinated by this journey. I'm so like appreciative that spirit will come to me and that I do have this channel. I know that we all can develop this, but I also know that she knew who to come to in the family. And it was like, you know, who am I going to call? Oh yeah, Amber, she has, you know, she can communicate with me. And that was like, seems to be where I'm like, kind of all the the people in my family that that have passed, they will come to me to give me messages for other people. And that's kind of cool. I, I feel very honored by that. So I hope that you all listening are having a beautiful day and I would like to share with you that I do have a new course, a new program coming out June 2nd. This will be an eight eight week online group class on how to read the Akashic Records for others. So if you want to start your own spiritual business reading the Akashic Records, if you want to add it to add it as a modality to your existing spiritual practice, or if you would just like to learn how to read the records for your friends and family and for yourself. All are welcome, all levels. I don't have the sales page just yet, but stay tuned. It should be done by next week. If you are interested, you can go to my Instagram at Malibu Medium and put your name on the wait list. And just know that it is coming soon. We're going to be meeting every Friday. There's going to be a couple weeks where I know I'm out of town where I'm going to kind of have to skip. A couple of weeks, but the schedule will be on the sales page. There will be payment plans, and it's going to be an eight week journey together with lots of practice time with the group, lots of personal mentorship with me. I'm going to share everything that I know. I'm going to give you my heart. I'm going to give you my soul because this is my passion and I'm excited and I can't wait to see you there. So if you're interested, go head to my link in bio. Put your name on the wait list. Look out for this launch and this offering and I'm excited. I'm super excited. I hope to see everyone there. And I will see you soon this week. I'll probably be sharing the next series of events because it has been quite a powerful last couple of weeks for me. So see you soon, guys.